You're listening to KBCR News. I'm Jessica Greenwell. On Fridays, we speak with former Press Enterprise columnist and longtime KBCR News contributor Cassie McDuff about some of the big stories around the Inland Empire. Good morning, Cassie. Good morning, Jessica. So the Loma Linda VA is being criticized for institutionalizing veterans against their will when they come seeking voluntary mental health help. What happened? These involuntary psychiatric holds are known as 5150 holds after the Welfare and Institutions Code section that allows authorities to hospitalize someone they believe is a danger to themselves or others for up to 72 hours against their will. When a veteran shows up at the Loma Linda VA outpatient clinic seeking voluntary mental health evaluation, they are taken by ambulance to the VA hospital just over two miles away. So now the VA Assistant Chief of Staff has instructed supervisors to place such a veteran on involuntary hold before the veteran is taken to the Jerry L. Pettis Memorial Veterans Hospital so that the veteran can't request to leave at any moment. The Southern California News Group got a hold of the memo that the Assistant Chief of Staff, Michael J. Potosniak, sent to supervisors in August 2022, saying it was safer to put these veterans on involuntary holds for those ambulance rides and that at the emergency room, the hold could always be lifted. But Southern California News Group reported that a law enacted in 2019 specifically forbids hospitals from insisting that a patient voluntarily seeking help be placed on a 5150 hold as a condition of admission. Mental health providers at the Loma Linda VA say they're shocked and dismayed that the 5150 holds are being used for anything other than a psychiatric evaluation or crisis intervention. One said a 5150 hold can't be used as a transportation voucher. But Potosniak in his memo said the safest way to transport someone from the outpatient clinic to the ER is to put them on a 5150 hold if staff is concerned that they would not arrive at the hospital otherwise. Loma Linda VA Medical Director Karandeep Srayan said the hospital's policy on 5150 holds is guided by a VA directive that emphasizes the need to ensure safe transport of veterans identified as suicidal. He also said the hospital consulted with San Bernardino County patient rights before implementing the VA guidance, although SCNG couldn't verify that. But by contrast, Riverside University Health System's behavioral health policy states that detaining people 5150 when they are willing and able to accept voluntary psychiatric hospitalization is illegal. And this adds another concern. We've talked about the maintenance supervisor accused of abusing his staff. Right, who was promoted instead of being fired, as the investigators recommended, and also the alleged mismanagement of at least a million dollars in patient transportation funding. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see if the ongoing congressional investigation will expand to include these latest issues. Certainly. And the San Bernardino County Sheriff's After Action Report blames the County Office of Emergency Services for failing mountain residents stranded by snowstorms last winter. Right. The largest part of the blame was cast on the Office of Emergency Services, which would have been the lead agency directing the county's response to the blizzard. The Sheriff's Department didn't escape blame in its own report either, particularly where communicating with residents in a timely fashion was concerned. Recall many residents were trapped in their mountain homes after as much as 11 feet of snow fell at the end of February and the beginning of March this year. 
the report points out that the Office of Emergency Services was taken out from under the county fire agency for the COVID-19 pandemic, and it was placed under the county administrative office. The report recommends putting it back under county fire. The report paints a picture of chaos during the first several days of the emergency that started with heavy snowfall on February 23rd, closing mountain roads and burying homes under snowbanks up to their eaves. Repeated gaps in communication between OES and the Public Safety Incident Command delayed getting food and supplies to people trapped in their homes, the report said. Volunteers who wanted to help became so frustrated that some pilots took things into their own hands and flew up to the mountains without coordinating with the sheriffs and fire departments. The lack of coordination between agencies also resulted in San Bernardino County Supervisor Don Rao not knowing that the National Guard would be deployed to the San Bernardino Mountains in her district until she read it in the newspaper. In the end, almost 270 people were evacuated. The sheriff's report also criticizes its own response in failing to compile real-time GPS data from its deputies in the field until the fourth day of the emergency. All deputies now have cell phones equipped with GPS and have been trained to transmit real-time data from day one of an emergency. The department also criticized itself for failing to put out accurate, timely information on social media, allowing misinformation to spread. For example, there were rumors of over a dozen deaths caused by the storms. When it was all over, only one death was directly attributed to the blizzard. The report recommends that the county add more snowplows to its fleet, which is being done, and also said it needs more snowcats, which have caterpillar tracks instead of tires and are better at navigating snow. The Sheriff's Department will also plan in advance for distribution sites for emergency provisions before the next disaster, and it will work with local nonprofits to coordinate volunteers for future emergencies. And the Sheriff's Public Affairs Division will work directly with officials leading a future emergency response to make sure accurate information gets out to the public quickly. And Jessica, this won't be the last after-action report on the blizzard disaster. The county has consultants doing a separate review. That report was supposed to be out in mid-September. It has now been delayed to late November. And it sounds like so far officials are taking the report recommendations seriously and being proactive in making these changes. Yeah, it does sound like it. And lastly today, the grounds of Patton State Hospital have been approved to shelter homeless people. Right. This was a bill authored by Assemblyman James Ramos of Highland to allow a nonprofit to house homeless people on unused property at Patton State Hospital in San Bernardino and provide them with mental health care there. The bill was signed by Governor Newsom on Saturday. It takes effect in January. San Bernardino Mayor Helen Tran said this will give the city and county the ability to help get homeless people off the streets and get them mental health services. The city has seen a 175% increase in homelessness in the last five years, and the county has seen an increase also. How this is going to work, the Department of State Hospitals will work with the State General Services Agency to lease an unused building on the patent grounds to a private organization to shelter the homeless. Such projects often meet with resistance from surrounding residents. In this case, the mental hospital is already there, so presumably there will be fewer objections. Patton State Hospital cares for about 1,550 people who've been found incompetent to stand trial, found not guilty by reason of insanity, or are under conservatorship because of mental illness, as well as mentally disordered offenders and a sexually violent predator.
Well, thank you so much for all of that information, Cassie. We appreciate it. It's my pleasure. Thank you, Jessica. Longtime journalist Cassie McDuff helps us out regularly on our Friday morning news wrap, and these reports are posted at kvcrnews.org. This report is made possible with the support of the Southern California News Group, publisher of the Press Enterprise, San Bernardino Sun, Inland Valley Daily Bulletin, and other Southern California newspapers. I'm Jessica Greenwell, KBCR News.